Hello and welcome to episode three of Let's Read and Wine About It, where we talk all things bookish and drink loads of wine. I'm Ray. And I'm Zoe. And this week we are going to be talking about uh, fairy tale and retelling books that we have read. Yeah. As well as our TBRs, what we've recently added to it. Yeah, because we're still currently working our way through it. <laughs> yeah, we were going to do a last current next like we did last week, but um, we haven't really read much. Yeah, we're still on our currents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I tr- I've tried really hard to finish my current, which was um, Master of Salt and Bones by Kerry Lake. I tried to finish that, really, really tried. But then I fell asleep last night because <laughs> I was going to do like an all-nighter and try and finish it so I had something to like, so I could talk about it, but... Damn you for needing sleep to function. I know. Like, I was sitting where you're sitting right now and I just like... like you know, falling asleep yeah. over the arm. <laughs> you know, when you feel like your, your eyes, you're just like, oh To God. be fair, this is a very comfy couch. <laughs> it is. And like, I had like the cushion like back and then I had like two throws on us and it was really comfy and like... Where was Andy? I think Andy was upstairs on the Xbox, so I was just in my own little... Yeah. But then all the words um, started mashing together. Well, my current reads, one of them was an arc, so I can't really... I don't really want to talk about that this week because it's just come out, so Monstrous Season... Season? Monstrous... (laughs) Season. Book one. Book seven. Book seven. (laughs) Oh my... (laughs) So, basically, Monstrous... Book seven has just come out yesterday, so that will be something that we will talk about in a later episode, just to give everyone time to actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited for that one. And then my other current read was Lady of Darkness, but like Ray, I didn't get that finished, no. and it wasn't because I fell asleep. I was busy watching the Teen Wolf movie that just came out, and... Has that come out? Yes. <gasps> it came out on Thursday. It's Where? On paramount plus on oh, prime ha- oh is it on prime so if you go on prime you can get paramount plus but you can get a free trial so you can watch it on that i didn't even know it'd come out yeah my sister messaged me straight away she was like it's out but i'm still sour that there's no styles in it i was gonna but, say dylan O'Brien's not in it is he but i'm always gonna be happy for martin wolf because that's literally wolf. my comfort that refers back to our last episode when we spoke about team wolf fanfic yeah. <laughs> so yeah i watched that instead oh that no is, that's totally understandable so yeah I wasn't even watching anything. I just, you know, when you just do, like, you're just so busy in work and then you get home and you really do want to read, but then, like, your brain just won't turn off or it'll turn yeah. off too much so then you can't focus. Yeah. I think at one point, like, it was, like, Wednesday night, I'd read the same sentence, like, five times. And I was like, and this is not... that's when you know you're just like, no. Yeah, I was like, this is not going in at all. If, but... it, if it starts to feel like a chore as well, you're just like, no. 100%. I'm, like, 60% of the way in and it is really good. So hopefully by next week we'll be able to talk about it but yeah i mean i really enjoy mine it's just teen wolf (laughs) teen wolf yeah teen wolf even without style stalinsky still it's still teen wolf 100 percent cool um yeah we'll we'll have a look at to be fair it's really funny that we're talking about what we've added to our tbr and what we haven't read because that is just the epitome of us yeah that's pretty much how my reading goes constantly yeah so um i'll let you go first (laughs) right okay yeah so i have a few that have been added to my list this week Mm -hmm. so one of them my friend has actually recently just read this and she said it was really good and she enjoyed it so i thought i'm gonna add it to the list 
It's called The Serpent and the Wings of Night by Ooh. Carissa Broadbent. Yeah. And I haven't actually read a vampire book in so long. Because do you remember when vampire books were like so popular? Literally like, at every one point, book that was getting yeah. published at one point was like, and his skin sparkles. And I sparkles. was living for it. <laughs> Apart from the sparkling skin thing. Yeah. That I just can't abide by. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's about a human adopted human daughter of the mm. vampire king, and mm. she's trying to basically find her way in that world, like find her own little part of that world where mm-hmm. she's not prey anymore. She basically wants to climb her way up. As if the vampire king adopted a human. Yeah, like... that's why I'm like, hmm. So she enters something called the Kajari, which is a legendary tournament held mm-hmm. by the goddess of death herself. Ooh. And she's forced to make an alliance with a rival vampire to help her win. I'm sorry, Zoe. Are you telling me that this is an enemies to lovers? Oh, yes. Oh, enemies my God. to lovers. What a surprise. He was actually <laughs> described in the blurb as a vicious rival. So I'm like, oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I'm excited to get to that one. Yeah. That does sound really good. Get back into that vampire book reading. Amazing. Um, just for people listening, me and Zoe have been sitting for about three hours um, just talking about all sorts of things, but also writing down these um, what we've added to our TBR in utter silence because we didn't want to tell each other <laughs> until we actually started recording. So, so we're learning as you're learning. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the one that I did actually just say it to you while I was writing it down. You're going to love this one. Oh. Um, it is called Care. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's C-A-I-R um, by Erin Hawke. Oh, I've seen that around Bookstagram. I've se- I have I can picture the cover. Yeah, it's like... Um, the horns. The horns, yeah. yeah. So it gives us monstrous vibes. Oh, I'm all about those monstrous vibes at the moment. Um, I've got a brief, like a brief synopsis. Um, So it's 25-year-old Luca Elliott lives in a city divided. Um, so humans and supernaturals live in two different cities. There's a border that separates them. Um, Luca decides to cross the border um, out of curiosity and he needs money. Um, so he finds himself employed by a tall, stupidly handsome fae with killer horns. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kerr is the fae. Um, he's only a visitor in the human realm and is content with that until he meets Luca. Aww. So it seems like it's obviously MM <laughs> shock, but it's like a fantasy, urban fantasy esque. It feels like anyway. Yeah. Um. It it I don't know if it's going to be high stakes. It doesn't seem like high stakes, but it does seem like care. The fear has a secret or two. Yeah. Up his sleeve. Oh, so. I'm definitely adding that to my TBR. Yeah. It sounds absolutely amazing. <laughs> I just, I remember, as soon as you said the name, I remember seeing the book cover. Yeah. And I was intrigued by it. That was it. I think someone that we both must follow, I'm sure they'd, they'd only just finished it, because I'm sure I commented on the photo as well, and I was like, yeah. I am adding this to my TBR. Yeah, so. Bookstagram's dangerous that way. 100%. But also great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another one that is on my TBR, mm-hmm. so this is actually an old book. I don't know when it came out, but I know it's not new. <laughs> um, but I've seen it a lot more recently, and I'm very much back into my fantasy phase at the minute, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, I went through such a romance and dark romance spiral last year that I just wanted to get into a fan, like you know, like a really like gripping fantasy. Yeah. 
So this one is The Lies of Loch Lamora by Scott Lynch. That just has a fantasy title yeah. as well, doesn't it? And it's the Gentleman Bastard series. <laughs> the Gentleman Bastard. <laughs> it's about a band of thieves and con artists. Love that. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for that one because yeah. I just love anything like that. That does sound really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I feel like we've both had quite a fantasy start to this yeah, year. Yeah, we have actually. And I'm blaming Lily Mayne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, re- I've, I think I've... I've read two contemporary books this year. No, yeah. I don't think I've read any contemporary this year, actually. It was just them rockstar romances. And then I went back to... Uh, I wouldn't... Mass- well, retelling. I, I have... Oh, you've done not that reta- Not yeah. retelling. Um, rereads, which was a contemporary. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. But, like, the um, the Master of Salt and Bones... Eh, I... No, I wouldn't say that, that. No, that's not. No, that's not contemporary. That no, is dark. that's definitely not. That is dark romance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but love, love a fantasy, fantasy mood. Yeah. My next one is the Final Masquerade by Ariana Nash. So I think you'd like this one as well. I recognise that author. I'm pretty sure I've read something by her before. You might have. Yeah. She seems like your kind of author. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so it's about the win the winter sol- solstice. 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 Yeah. This will be another episode where I don't know how to pronounce anything. <laughs> the, We're just going to repeat it all. Yeah, the winter solstice um, heralds the return of the masquerade ball. So, fear and human dance and drink and make merry so long as they remain masked. So, from what I can gather from the synopsis, is that if they take off the mask, they are cursed to dance forever. Oh. Yeah. So, you've got Bryce, who is the human. He's been warned by, like, his mom and stuff that fear are horrible, never trust them, blah, 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 the typical things. And then his brother goes to the masquerade ball and he's like, don't go. Like, it's not worth it. Um, and then something happens and then he meets Raul, I think. Raul. Raul. I don't know if it's Raul or Raul. Hang on. Um... See, I did write it down, but I didn't write the pronunciation of it down because, you know... It's like names that just sound like sound effects. Growl. (laughs) Like growl. (laughs) (laughs) Growl, growl. Right, the final masquerade. Um, So it is is spelled R-A-O-U-L. Raul. Raul, okay. Raul, yeah. So yeah, so Raul is the fae and he is... Yeah, he's he's enticed by Bryce from what looks like it does look like that it's a dark fairy tale standalone. Yeah. Um obviously MM, obviously. <laughs> um and there are some trigger warnings on that one. So um. heed the trigger warnings before you go into it if you do read yeah. it. Um but yeah, um very excited to read that. I actually stumbled upon that on Twitter. It was on Lily Main's Twitter. Oh, right. Okay. Well, through Lily Main's Twitter. Oh, thank you, Lily Main, again. Again, like <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay, so my, another one I've just recently added to my TBR. I think this was a Kindle Unlimited rabbit hole yeah. find. Um, it's called The Mortal Blade, the Magelands Eternal Siege series. It's an epic fantasy by Christopher Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's a city ruled by gods, a mortal champion, a misfit girl, and a disobedient dragon. 
Oh. I mean, that bit, just reading that yeah. bit in the blurb, I was like, right, okay, picking it up. Disobedient dragon, I need yeah. that. <laughs> so basically, it follows, I think, the mortal champion who must fight alongside the blades to defend the city from monstrous green hides or die by the gods' hands. I like that. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah, and you've had that on there for a while. No, I think it's something that I've just picked, like, just seen. Oh, you just seen? On Kindle Unlimited. Okay. I don't know how I got to it, but... Yeah. But the cover was actually what drew me in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, quite a simple cover. I never used to like people on covers. Just as a side note, I used to hate it. Do you mean, like, model, like, topless models? Why would there be topless models? <laughs> well, I don't know. Might be a sexy dragon, like... <laughs> not that type of book right no. <laughs> I checked <laughs> <laughs> no but um not like do you know like those old like cringy book covers that you used to get when you were younger and it was always someone's face on the front or like is it like a half a face like like looking like long and do you know what I mean they were, oh, it was yeah. so overdone wasn't it and I yeah. used to hate it and now I feel like people on covers because it's designed so differently they look so good especially when they look like artwork yeah um, so this is one like that. It's like an artwork of a woman oh, on the right, front right. who's like a warrior dressed in gold, and I'm just like, I know ex- so good. Yeah, I know exactly like what type of thing you're on about there. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. But that's what drew me in. But yeah, oh. that was a completely tangent off topic. Like I hate people on what book covers, and now I'm like, love it. <laughs> to be fair though, like the reason I said like, oh, like do you mean like topless people? Is because I do have like, like if I see a book and. The, the cover is just a topless man, like a ripped topless man. Not even the face, just the abs, like, pecs, whatever. Ah, uh, yes, I know. That. Immediately, I'm just kind of like, mm. I, like, it's one of those things where you're like, never judge a book by its cover. However. However, you can't help it. Everyone does it. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone I think does I did it. see something, like, the other day, and it was like, never judge, uh, people will judge a book by its cover as long as you, like, dig in deeper and actually read yeah. what it's about before you make your decision. I always do that, even if I hate the cover. But yeah. the thing is, it would never be a cover by, like, if you just scrolling through Kindle Unlimited for, yeah. like, going through bookshops, and yeah. you find a book, and you see the cover, and you love it, mm-hmm. you're instantly going to go towards it yeah. and grab it whereas those ones I feel like they're the ones that you'll you'll find out a bit more about them first if that yeah. makes sense I think that's the thing because like I think I've like like what's the word I've like numbed myself to it recently mm-hmm. because it's it guaranteed every time I do pick up one of those books where they've got like a topless man where you can't even see the yeah, face yeah just loving the book the book is en- like yeah. it, it ends up being like absolutely amazing so I'm just like when I do see it, I kind of like roll my eyes a little bit, but I'm like, oh, this is yeah, going to be so hot. <laughs> I still pick them up. I'm just like, uh-huh. but it's I like, hate um, It's like one of those ones where it's just like, well, I'll just get that in an e-book. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, because I think, um, see, Richie released Don't You Dare in two covers and one was like a topless man. And then the other one was like an alternative cover where it was like more like my style. So I was like, love the book gonna get the alternative gonna. <laughs> yeah um but i'm just trying like like off the top of my head you've got like upend and tad that's a topless man yeah the and extracurriculars that is oh. just perfection perfection um the extracurricular series by knee no Neve, is it neve wilder is it neve wilder i think it is yeah yeah show me tell me whatever yeah yeah they were all topless men perfection it is just mainly mm books 
I feel like we're basically contradicting ourselves in this whole chat right now. I know. We're like, oh yeah, we hate this, but some of our favourites are this. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things, like, when I was younger, like, it, I'd, it's not that I'd feel ashamed, but like, if I had that physical copy in public, because I used to yeah. read physical copies in public, where now I just You'd read feel them on my judged, phone. But I like, felt judged, yeah. Um, when, when obviously... I'm totally admitting to the fact that I read a lot of smut. That is like, <laughs> like yeah, I love a fantasy, but is the romance though? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is there spice? Yeah, <laughs> spice and all things nice. Do they bump pains? <laughs> Do they bump pains? That is the main question that I need to ask. That actually takes us on to me next one. <laughs> um, it is Gravity by Tal Bauer. Bauer? Yeah, I've read some of his big before. Um, I don't think I've heard of that one, though. This is a hockey one. So ever since reading Iced Out by C. Ritchie, I've just been in a full-on ice hockey. I, I love sports romance. I've been things. getting the ice hockey videos on my TikTok for you page where it's been, like, ice hockey people being cute and, like, having a mic on and being I like... I used to go and watch go, ice rather. hockey matches all the so time cute. when I was at uni. yeah. Um, because I lived in Belfast, so yeah. we used to go watch them. And then I never used to read the books then, though. So, and then now, like I've read some books, <laughs> well, and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I would have looked at those matches so differently, hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, so this looks like kind of like a, um, a bi slash gay awakening one, and it's also friends to lovers. And I used to be so icky on Friends to Lovers, but when it's MM, it works. When it's MM... It's not just that. It's like, um, I think it's how it's done as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, like, totally grouping all of the <laughs> Friends to Lovers. No, no. I'm on about, like, um, it is something that can be... For me, it's not something I gravitate towards. Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> gravitate, <either>. gravity. So <laughs> 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 Moving swiftly onwards. <laughs> Yeah, but it's... I know, I'm so cool. <laughs> it's not something I usually, like, would pick up. Yeah. Because it's not a trope that I like as much as, like, enemies lovers. And yeah. Sometimes I just get annoyed at the characters because there's so much miscommunication in that. But then there's some that are done really well. And yeah. they're so cute. Oh, and perfection. Yeah. It's yeah. just one of those ones where they're going to hit me out of the blue because it's not something I'm going to pick up purposely for that. Yeah. That, that's the thing because like I'm exactly the same like I do not gravitate <laughs> towards uh, friends to lovers and I think it's just because I have been burned in the past where like I've I've read like a even if it's just like a second chance like friends to lovers that always seems to be the thing as well where like they've kissed when they were younger and never spoke about it again and then oh like, I hate those ones yeah um I feel, I feel like, for me, it's just because I suffer really badly from second-hand embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> so if I read an embarrassing scene around like that, I get my skin crawls. I, like, I feel like I'm going to get the sweats. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I get the mm. ick. The, the major ick. <laughs> you get the ick over a fictional character. <laughs> Honestly, I can't, even TV shows, anything like that, something embarrassing happens to someone and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, like, well, that's the thing. Then That's what we spoke about last time. Like, I can't even watch, like reality tv shows if they're like obviously embarrassing themselves and i know that that i know why they're doing it because it's a show and like they're putting on a performance still but i was like i have to leave the room sometimes yeah i can't do it but yeah i'm glad we're going to agree on that (laughs) (laughs) uh yoga 
Yeah, okay. Um, so this last one is a one that I've recently just seen and it actually leads into our fairy tales and retellings because it is a retelling, so a reimagining of Peter Pan and Hook. Oh, is this the... Far From Neverland by it... Riley Hale. Oh, that's, I don't know if that's... No, that's Are not you the thinking of Hooked? No, I'm thinking of... It's like a... Um, like a short, it's like an, it was meant to be a novella, but she made a full series of it. Oh, oh who was it by? So, oh, I know. I'm, I think this is the author that I'm going to be talking about after as well. All oh, right, okay. Well, I'll let you continue. To talk. Yeah, so <laughs> this one is Far From Neverland. Mm-hmm. So it's set after. So Peter Pan leaves Neverland and grows up. Yeah. And Hook needs him to come back mm-hmm. to help save. Neverland because it's basically dying without him. Right. Oh. And do the bumping. It's a reluctant love story <gasps> the between Hook and Peter Pan. And I'm just I'm like so read. excited to pick it up. I don't know why, but I'm just like, oh, what's it called? I'm adamant. I was Far joking when I asked him the bumpings. <laughs> I was joking, but they actually do. Right. Okay. Far from Neverland, Neverland. by Riley Hill. Um. It just sounds so good. Oh and I love reimagined like fairy tales and yeah. retellings. Oh yeah, my like God. moving into the fairy tales and retellings. So we're going to talk a little bit about our favourite retellings that we've read. And then we're also going to talk about ones that we want to read or we've heard a lot about because there is a lot out there. There's so many. To be honest, a lot of books as well are probably retellings that we don't even realise. Yeah, like... The, when I was going through my list earlier, I was like, oh my god, I totally forgot about this one that we yeah. ranted and raved about. But yeah, um, cool. Can I go first? Yeah, of course. I'm just going to go first because I just want to, I, I know that you'll have this on your list. Ever caught a phone and roses? Ha! <laughs> it was actually going to be an honorary, honorary mention. An honorary mention. I had to do it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that is by Sarah J. Mass. If you have not read the series, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Basically, f- push that rock off because you need to get out from under it. Hundred. Oh, I like that scene. That's a good scene. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> yes, that is by the Queen Sarah J. Mass. Um, Beauty and, and the Beast retelling. That is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yeah, it is the first book in a series of five. Oh my god, I'm having to count on my fingers right now. <laughs> so there's a Court of Thorns Roses, yeah. a Court of Wings and Ruin. A Court of Mist and Fury. A Court of... Frost and Starlight. Frost and Starlight, but that's like a Christmas novella, yeah. yeah. And then A Court of Silver Flames. Yeah. Oh, yeah, five. Five. Oh, I got it right. Yeah. See? All all, all up here. Basically, it's the first one is the retelling of Beauty and the Beast, and then it kind of morphs into this amazing series. To be fair, I feel like the first one just sets up the scene for the rest of the series, because for me... It's my least favourite of them. That's the thing. I, it was weird though, because when I first read it, and I'm sure you'll agree, we loved it. But then when you read the second one, you then go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I hated that first one. <laughs> I did. I liked it, but I didn't love it the first oh, I book. I loved it. Until towards the end. I think the last third of the book I loved. Mm. Because it was more action than that. But I felt like the last third of the book felt like a different book oh, as right, well yeah. Yeah. for me. Um, a lot and of then, people say that about her um, House of 
the first one, Crescent City. House of Athens, Blood, Blood yeah. yeah. Um, I know our friend May says that a lot. Like, she liked the last, like, 20% of House of Earth and Blood. Whereas I loved all of it. Where I loved every single <laughs> every 800 second. page, yeah. <laughs> like, 28-hour audio book that I listened to oh, and yeah. cried. Loved it yeah. all. No, I did. I really liked the books, obviously. I kept reading. Yeah. But I'm glad I kept reading because I felt the same thing happened in... So my favourite series of hers is probably a bit, like, controversial to some, but my favourite is Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass. It will forever be my favourite series of hers. It's one of my all-time favourite series. (laughs) And I love that one for the fact that the series, each book is nothing like the one before. Yeah. So basically you're growing up with the character. Mm-hmm. Like, it starts off at this, like, YA yeah. book that you wouldn't even know how it gets from book one. To, like, That's the thing, because I'm only on book three. Yeah, a lot happens, and it just gets better with each book. Like, by the end, it's just phenomenal. I love yeah. it. Um, but I feel like that's the same thing with The Court of Fawn Roses. You grow up with the character. Yeah. And people change as they get older. Mm-hmm. And I do like that about Sarah J. Mass with her love interest. I know a lot of people get annoyed that they don't stay with the, like, first love interest yeah. all the time. And I'm just like, well, that's life. It keeps you on your toes, that's the yeah. thing. Because, I mean, I think you that was the, the meet biggest... Your, like, love of your life the first time you walk across a fear. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you stumble across a fear should not be the first time you fall in love with a fear. Exactly. <laughs> just have sex with them and then fall in love with the next guy, okay? Exactly. Broaden your horizons <laughs> Broaden... a little bit, okay? Just a little bit, just a little bit. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Massive spoiler alert for a court of the Hot Roses. <laughs> if you haven't read it, you need to. <laughs> oh, I can't believe to be fair, everyone's read a court of. <laughs> I'm sorry. You you ha- you know, even when you haven't read it, you know. I mean, I didn't. But to be fair, no, actually, <laughs> right. When I first read a court of Thorn Roses, I think the first three books were out. So. I know I'm saying that I didn't have a clue and all the books were like the first three books were out when I read yeah, it. Yeah, well. I read A Court of Thorn Roses. I thought the other two books were going to be just a continuation. And then, like, I started the second one, Wings and Fury. Was it Wing? Yeah. I think it's Wings and Ruin. Wings and Ruin, one, yeah. yeah. Um, and I read the second one and then I was like, what is happening? <laughs> the first chapter of the second book, I'm like, oh my god, what have I missed? Okay, moving forward for yeah. the next five minutes, this is actually going to be a spoiler. Oh, okay, chat. so you're actually putting a warning in now. I'm putting a warning in now for this <laughs> bit next late, bit. but okay. Tamlin. Yeah. Did you like him in the beginning? Mm, no. I didn't either. It was one of those things where I knew that it was a Beauty and the Beast t- retelling, so yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be the Beast, this is the guy, this is the, the main male character, this is the love interest, and that kind of, it's kind of like I looked at him with rose-tinted glasses. See, I, even from the beginning, I didn't like him, and I, I remember telling my friend that when I was reading it, some of the stuff he did really annoyed me. Yeah, oh, he was... And he was very self-centred. But that's the thing, though, and I'm just going to broach this to you. You thought he was really self-centred. Some of the stuff he done was really selfish and nasty. We have read books where men, the love interests, have been horrific. Yeah, but they do it well. <laughs> <laughs> they look sexy when they do it. <laughs> they do it well. It's like the They're feminist as they do it. Ex- escapes my body when, like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, 
but I've think... lost babes. I leave my morals at the door, okay? Like, I know. Yeah, yeah I get it. Like... I don't know. It's just, I feel like with this one, even with this one, like with a, a wire, anything like that, you have characters that can do that well. Mm-hmm. Then you have characters that do that and you just hate them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that entire series, um, I don't know if you follow the artist Mad Schofield. No, I don't. But I put, her, I put it on my Instagram story the other day. She is a phenomenal digital artist, like absolute perfection. But she does like a lot of Sarah J. Mass like artwork. Um, and she is currently doing a portrait series as if Fera Fera Fera. I say Fera, yeah. Fera. As if Fera's been painting all of these characters, because she's an artist. Kinda of spoiler, but kinda of not. Um <laughs> and she even does like Tamlin and like yeah. I'll I'll show you once this podcast is done. It is oh it's Oh, he's stunning. No, like every character she's done so far, like is perfect. Aha, uh-huh, like yeah. mind blowingly. Um, but I yeah. love how I was like, oh yeah, spoiler coming ahead. There actually wasn't a spoiler in that. No, no we just talked about how we didn't like the character. Yeah, basically, Sarah J. Mass really gets those real life friendships. Yeah, she does make like she does make the characters more human, and I think that's why people really enjoy her books as well. Yeah. Because you do relate to the characters, even when you don't like them. Like, 100%. Nesta. She I've had a read... horrible... Car- You've met Nesta. Yeah, I've met... But I haven't, like, read... Oh, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Oh. <laughs> she's, just, she's a bitch. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I love her, but she's a bitch. <laughs> well, that's the thing, like, even in um, Crescent... Like, what I loved about... The first book in Crescent City. Was it House of Blood and Earth? House and House House and Blood. You'd think. Like, it was, like, literally <laughs> one of my favourite books I've ever read. <laughs> ever. And I still can't... Because I always say, oh, just Crescent City 1. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but no. That was phenomenal. And the reason that I loved it... One of the reasons that I loved it so much was because friendship was the biggest thing yeah. in that book. And I'm a sucker for friendship. I mean... We got matching tattoos because of a friendship yeah. in a book. You know what I mean? Like it's one of my favorite things for books. Not yeah, to read. and like the friendship that she had, like the main character had in Crescent City One, um, was absolutely phenomenal. But also the little, I'm gonna say in quotation, boring bits in between. Yeah, like it where, wasn't just like you didn't see the highlights of it you saw everything the nitty-gritty yeah, the like, nitty-gritty yeah the in between the little yeah. things in friendship the little things in your life like and that and that's that's the best thing for me anyway because yeah. like you see that that friendship that potential relationship build you yeah. actually see it with your own eyes when you're reading it which is why yeah the book was so i loved long. that about like because i didn't care how long it was because i liked yeah. every bit of that 100 percent. but i do get why some people would say they didn't like that people are more like well some people like more action-packed constant like fast-paced yeah. where i was totally okay for the slow ride but yeah that was our little sarah jim mass appreciation <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna happen best. a lot yeah uh you you not yeah. Bonus, yeah. Okay, let's talk about retellings again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's try this okay. again. <laughs> so, what this is actually not a specific book. This is a series, I'm and it's by Katie Robert. Yeah. And it is going to ruin your childhood. So, I still haven't read it. It is retellings of all of your favourite Disney children's stories. So, Hercules, <laughs> um, Aladdin, yeah. The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're all in there. Each book follows a different one, but they all interconnect. Yeah. 
And it's just going to ruin the whole childhood because it is smut heavy. It's smut heavy. Kink heavy. Kinky. Yeah. Dark, nitty gritty world. Yeah. And it is phenomenal. (laughs) It's what we needed though. Disney, but not safe for work. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty pretty (laughs) much. I remember when we were talking about last week and it was the fan fiction for the Harry Potter and I was like, no, yeah. I don't want to ruin my childhood. And yet I willingly ruined my childhood. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, actually, because you told me to read these ages ago. I still haven't. They are on my TBR, but I still haven't read them. But like, you told me to read these and you're having a go at me for wanting to read about Hermione <laughs> being a, a like... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, being bred. Yeah, being bred by Draco Malfoy. <laughs> I have downloaded that, by the way. It's on my uh, Kindle. The blurb just... for that just was very off-putting, but also, I, like... I wasn't prepared. Like, <laughs> I don't. I, I only heard that it was a Dramoni, like, fanfic. Yeah. I hadn't realised that I it just, was, like... I remember seeing it around TikTok, and I'm pretty sure our friend Steph had told me about it before as well. Yeah. Um, but I've just got no fancy for it whatsoever. But for this one, I willingly went in... <laughs> I think when I first read read the first one, I didn't realise it was a full series of ruining all of your childhood things. Oh, so, right, okay, so you kind of just jumped yeah, in. Yeah, so the first one is um, Aladdin, so it's Jasmine and Jafar, like, that sort <gasps> of, it? yeah. So oh that's how it opens up. God. And it was Isn't just Jafar, so like, good. old? Is it an age gap? In this one, it's a bit of an age, it's not like a massive age gap. Oh, right, okay. It's just a, like a bit of one. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, it's so just like, living honestly, your childhood with this retelling series—that's what we're telling you. Yeah. I mean, I've been able to watch Disney after and be completely fine, so don't worry; it won't traumatize you. <laughs> oh no, nothing like that. Right, there is something. Read oh, the trigger warnings. This is why these episodes are captured as explicit. So, funny story—you're going to hear this story. We can totally cut this out if you don't want to stop oh. it in the episode. Do you remember Kim Possible? Kim Possible. Yeah. So. When I was in school, one of my friends from school was like, oh, do you want to ruin Kim Possible? And I was like, what do you mean? So he found, like, a cartoon porn of Kim Possible getting, having sex with that, that with like... With Ron? The, the blue guy. No, like, the... the Oh, with the evil guy. Yeah, with the evil guy. I but can't like, remember what he's called. He had, like, a big blue peen, and it was, like, veiny, <laughs> and it was, like... Like, and he was going hell for leather on Kim Possible, and it was like a really detailed cartoon. <laughs> but I must have only been like 15, and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, God. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Like, I'm sure I was like. <laughs> Just minding your own business. I was like, oh, you want to ruin Kim Possible, right? I was about walking in the class, and he was like, whoa, look what I've got on my phone, on my iPhone 3 or whatever it was. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> to be fair, I feel like Kim Possible. I was, I'm at the age where I was a bit before that, so that yeah. wasn't something I watched a lot of, so I think I only saw, like, a few bits of it when it was on, like, the oh, Disney I loved, Channel. I love Kim Possible. So, yeah, I think that was, like, not a one that I'd gravitate towards, but I know what it is because I've, like, watched a few episodes. Yeah, but I mean... St- like, I f- there's probably loads of things like that floating around. <laughs> there is. Well, <laughs> I'm seeing like that as if I've searched everything. Yeah. But, like, I mean, come on, we're talking about, like, Disney being ruined. <laughs> Just because it's in literature, but, yeah, like... And that 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 will always stick in my mind. Like that will never disappear. It's just the image. So that did traumatize. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't. I don't think I've watched Kim Possible since. I mean, I know I'm an adult now, but you know, like yeah. sometimes you just like cathartically watch. I watch kids shows on the Disney Channel all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, 
I haven't been able to watch. I have major Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> which, leading on from that, I actually have another series. <laughs> um, so this one isn't smutty. <laughs> it isn't? No, it isn't. Oh. So it's called, the first one's called The Pan. So it's another Peter Pan oh, okay. um, retelling. It's an urban sci-fi retelling. Ooh. Okay. So basically, it's people from, like, Neverland and that have something called the Never Gene hmm. that goes down in their ancestors. Love that. Um, and it follows one girl who ends up sick in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she's met by this boy who's from like the Neverland Academy. And he basically says to her, you either have the choice to come to the Neverland Academy, you can learn to fly and all of that, or... Basically, (laughs) become a human lab rat by Hook, which is the Humanitarian Organisation for Order and Knowledge. Oh, I like that. Play on words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, it follows her going through the Neverland Academy. Yeah. Trying, like, she's grown up completely oblivious to all of this, so she's trying to figure out what her place is. Yeah. she was in a foster family so she's had to like give up her whole life before that so basically it's about like finding out who she actually is as well okay i just love the sci-fi spin on it i was gonna say that's like quite an interesting turn on it like have you read this one yes so i've read the first two Mm -hmm. books so the first one's called the pan the second one's called hook right but i haven't read the third one which i think is called the crocodile okay uh but it's by an author called jenny hickman and i really enjoyed it yeah Plus the main character, like, the main male character, Dash, is just that snarky, like, sarcastic, womanising mm. one that we all loved in our we YA books. Love that, yes. <laughs> but I think it's, like, YA-NA, but don't quote me on that, I'm not quite sure. I'm guessing, like, just from the sound of the description, it might have, like, the darker descriptions of NA. Yeah. But then still... The intro of YA like vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to um find that that other Peter Pan one. That oh, I was just telling okay. you. Is it called Hooked? No. I feel it's, like it's I've something about the, the Lost Boys. If I just search Lost Boys. Oh right. Oh the Never King by Nikki Nikki St. Crow. Yeah, I've heard of that one before. Um not read it though. I thought it was on my TBR, but then it was one of those where I think I was debating putting on my TBR, but then I was reading. Well, I was reading the reviews, and the reviews were very like mid, like mid level. Like one of the reviews was, "Was this book good? No, but was this book good? Yes." (laughs) So I kind, I kind of get the vibe, but like I'm like, "Mm." but yeah, they're like short. Like there's three of them, but like the first one's like 192 pages, so I might read it. That's a short one. Probably only take you like an hour or something. Yeah, probably. but yeah, so this is about the, I think it's about Hook. Oh yeah, so it says like, Hook was never the villain. And for two centuries, all of the darling women have disappeared on their 18th birthday. Ooh. Sometimes they're gone for only a day, sometimes a week or a month, but they always return broken. It's like dark romance, Peter Pan retelling from the sounds of it. Mm. That I wasn't my... have to have like, look more into it. Yeah, that wasn't my choice, but yeah, that's yeah. that's there. Um, my next one is another Beauty and the Beast, and I'm sure everyone 
has potentially heard of it or read it. Uh, it's Cursed or Dark and Lonely. I've heard of it. I've actually never read it. Yeah. I know it was massive, like, mm-hmm. when it first came out. Like, even now, like, it's a beloved by a lot. Yeah. But so, I've never actually read it. I read it in, oh, probably, like, 2019, I think. Um, I think that's when it actually came out. Yeah, 2019, I read it. So it is YA. Um, and it's kind of like a love triangle, though. Oh, I hate love triangles. Yeah. Um... So it is basically like uh, Beauty and the Beast, um, but then you've got like the prince, but then the other love interest is like the, I don't know, it's like the, I don't know how, like the god, like the prince is god, but yeah, it ends on a cliffhanger. There, there was three books released, I think. I was going to pick up the second book, but then the reviews apparently it absolutely tanked i hadn't i haven't picked it up um but when the second book came out i was like leaving my ya yeah scene it's always like there's those books like you'll start a series and you're like i'll get back to it i'll get back to it yeah and then you never get back to it yeah until like maybe like a decade later (laughs) 100 percent. i was tempted to buy it just so i didn't have just the one book on my shelf yeah because they do look really pretty together (laughs) Um, but then I was like, I'm probably never going to read it. Like, I actually stopped. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I actually stopped myself from buying it. But yeah, so that is a Beauty and the Beast retelling. Yeah. And the first book, I gave it five stars. I absolutely loved it. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the series, though. No, yeah, I've never picked it up. I feel like, um, in, like, the YA ones, like, things we loved then. Yeah. If we didn't pick up the second book, it's going to be very hard to get back into them now. 100%. Like, I I can't remember the last time I read a YA and comfortably enjoyed it. Not in, like, a... Oh, that, that does, like, I don't mean that in an insult at all. Like, I just mean, like, I feel like when I... If I tried to finish a YA right now, I'd I'd feel... When it ended, I'd feel like it was unfinished. Yeah. Just because I, I might... Like, my, my reading has expanded. It's kind of like I would be receding if I was, like trying to read YA again because I'm mainly like new adult see I still like to read some YAs because I feel like it is a comfort genre like yeah easy reads like low low like the high stakes but for us yeah it feels a bit lower yeah but it's um more so the thing of in YA books there's just some tropes I can't stand but that's mainly because it's for young adults so it is something that would be more prevalent like yeah back then something that we would like so the miscommunication trope is massive in why you the love triangles yeah i always find them in them even and like the the chosen one trope yeah like, oh, i'm a sucker for that trope <laughs> i know you love a chosen one trope see like i i, I enjoyed a chosen one trope and a lot of the ya books that are still on my shelves that i used to read and reread have it is the chosen one tropes, yeah. and i think it's a big thing it's just like, better be done. Well, sometimes it is overdone. It just depends, like, again, it's how it's written yeah. and what you enjoy. But, yeah, I feel like for me, I do enjoy a YA book, but I've got to be in the mood to read it. Yeah. I literally can't remember the last time I read YA. I think it's just because, like, even when I get a book, if I get, like, a special edition, a special edition from, like, Illumicrate, and then I'll, like, sit down, get comfy with it, and then, like... For some reason, because I hate myself, I'll go on Goodreads and look at the reviews, and someone will go, it's YA, 
and I'll go, oh, nah. <laughs> so I just decide not to read it. I put it back on the shelf where it looks nice and pretty, and then I go, mm, maybe there. <laughs> I don't really look at reviews that much. Well, I do sometimes if I'm like looking through books, but. Yeah. Even if I see a book and it's got bad reviews, I'll still pick it up if I want to. Yeah. Because I, like, like, I feel like a lot of people, sometimes with bad reviews, I'm probably never going to think the same. Mm-hmm. Or even if I do, I'm like, well, I knew going into it. and Yeah. Goodreads hates me. Like, every time I go on Goodreads and I'm, like, looking... I'll just be looking, like, at my TBR just to see, like, if, I, if I'm not feeling really inspired as to what to, like, read next. Like... I'll go on my TBR and have a quick look and then I'll click on something, reread the synopsis and I'll go, okay, that sounds right up my street. I'll then go on to like, say if it's on my Kindle, I'll go on like Amazon and like download it. But then as it's downloading, I'll then go back to Goodreads and Goodreads will literally like, instead of showing me the ratings, it'll show me like what all the one star ratings first and I'll go why did the why did the written one start? And then I'll read one of them, and then I'll go, oh, oh no. <laughs> and then the doubt will be there. But like, to be fair, I've got I've gotten better very recently. Where like I've just I've I've literally read the synopsis or looked at the cover and went, I'm just gonna download it. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I feel like for me because I don't use Goodreads as much, um. So I mainly. I will get a book on Kindle or something and I'll read the sample. Yeah, and then if I don't like the sample, yeah. I just won't get the book. <laughs> yeah, see like I need somewhere where I need like where I categorize what I, what I'm what I want to read because yeah. I'll end up forgetting about them. like my brain is like a sieve. So if I don't Well, that's the thing like my Kindle is literally just filled with samples as well. That like, would stress me out. And I'll go down and I'm like, "Oh, what's this one?" And I'll click on I'm like, "Oh, I forgot about that." And I'll start reading it. That would stress me out having all those samples. I like <laughs> I, I downloaded a sample by accident a couple of weeks ago and I don't know how to remove it from my Kindle. <laughs> so <laughs> you just hold it down and then click remove. What? Do you? Do you actually? Yeah. Oh, hang on. I'm going to do this on the podcast. Right, so if I go on my library... Yeah, and if it's a sample, just hold into it and it'll so have, the, like, a box pop up. The sample was Frat Wars by Saxon James. Um, right, so sample... And then just remove from library. Remove from library, yeah. <gasps> you learn something new every day, folks. I'm here all evening. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Literally sat with a massive smile on her face now. She's like, yeah, oh, I can clean up my Kindle. Because uh-huh, when I see, like, sample, this, see, this is why I love Kindle Unlimited, because I, I get rid of the boots when they yeah. go. Like, oh, I'm buzzing with that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's your turn. Right, okay, so... This is a series that I've read. Um, I haven't finished. I haven't read the last book in it. Mm-hmm. I adore this series, and I'm pretty sure everyone's gonna know what it is. They've probably read it. The Lunar mm-hmm. Chronicles. Yes. By oh, Marissa yeah. Mayer. Uh-huh. Oh my god! This... You reread these recently, didn't you? Yes, yeah. I did because I hadn't read them in a while, and I'm a serial rereader when I'm it comes to reading yeah. the last book. But um, the first one, the Cinderella retelling. 
and Cinderella as a teenage cyborg. Oh. I was sold. I was like, okay, how is this going to work? It's and that, like, it just, sci-fi aspect again, isn't it, really? It's just done so well. Yeah. And the world building and how they interconnect all the stories together yeah. and the different fairy tales. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. Like, yeah. absolutely loved it. It, it like it was absolutely to be fair it's I do been, actually need to finish the last book <laughs> it's been forever since I've read that series but I'm I'm not a massive rereader where mm. you are yeah. we are like polar opposites in that aren't we yeah like in our colour scheme <laughs> <laughs> in our personalities <laughs> in our I eating love- habits <laughs> <laughs> I love how when you go on our like bookstagram feeds yeah yours <laughs> is pink so and zebra different. print <laughs> and mine is like dark greys <laughs> We literally always joke that we're like Enid and Wednesday. Yeah. So if you've watched Wednesday Adams, the the program on Netflix, we are Enid and Wednesday, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I think there was once we went out for drinks and we actually coordinated, so we were like both monochrome. Oh god. Yeah. Even though, like, I love bright colors and stuff like that, most of the stuff I own is monochrome. I was gonna say your hair is black. You dyed yeah. your hair black. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's blonde. <laughs> Fine. And I'm literally fine. wearing all black today, but yeah. it's like the majority of my clothes are all black. But yeah. I just love a pop of color. Yeah, where I, I'm, I'm kind of like Wednesday in that aspect. I do I know like wear. patterns. Oh, Clash wow. and patterns, absolutely love oh, it. Oh, you love clashing patterns. Yeah. I think originally you were going to wear like a, I'm sure it was like a zebra print top, and then underneath like polka dot, like a polka <laughs> dot, like yeah. And I was, if anyone's like, if that pattern shouldn't go, I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> you walked out and you were like is this too clashy and I was like I think that might be too clashy <laughs> whereas if you weren't there I would have just walked out in it anyway and be like I love this <laughs> oh you still would have looked fit but you know <laughs> you did ask <laughs> um yeah but that series I haven't reread it but it was when I read it at the time absolutely phenomenal I just love it it gives us a warm and fuzzies reading retellings this is why I love fairy tale retellings because you you know the base of the story. Yeah. Like, you know the base of the story. And I always think, especially when the author does this, like, sneaky little twist or spin on it. Oh, I love when they do their own spin. Uh-huh. It gives you this little, like, oh, Like, it's like it's excitement. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is completely not. It's like looking at the fairy tale from someone else's eyes. It is great. Yeah. Um, cool. Have you my, got another one? Yeah. My next one is... Sea Witch by Sarah Henning. I showed you this the other day. Right, yeah, I've not read it, but I've seen the cover. This is also another YA. Um, So this is a retelling on Ursula from um, The Little Mermaid. It is phenomenal. Like, It feels not right, that's YA. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is phenomenal. I have actually got the second book, but it's like, I've got the second book upstairs, but because it's YA, I'm like, oh, I don't want want the fact that I don't read YA. I know. Um... So it is basically Ursula's backstory, um, and it's how she become who she is, the Ooh. tentacle loving queen of the ocean. <laughs> um, it is so it's utterly I love a villain backstory. Oh, that's the thing. Like the the villain, like I'm sure she goes by a different name in the book. Like, um, hang on, I should have wrote this down. I wrote everything else down. <laughs> I thought I'd just remember, even though it's been, like, four years since I've read it. Um, Evie. Yeah, so... Instantly makes her less 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll just do a brief description. So every everyone knows what happens in the end. A mermaid, a prince, a true love's kiss. But before that, young siren's tale, there were three friends. One feared, one royal, and one already dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Evie, um, her best friend Anna drowned. They lived in a small fishing town. Um, and a girl with an uncanny resemblance to Anna appears offshore. And though the girls deny it, Evie is convinced her best friend is still alive. actually survived. Yeah, um, and it's you know what it give it does give us um, My Little Mermaid vibes because the prince is the other friend um, of the three like things. also the prince from the Little Mermaid. No, no, sorry. So the like when it's three friends, you've got like Anna, Evie, and then the other friend is the prince. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So this like new like looking Anna <laughs> shows up and both Evie and Anna are kind of fighting for the prince's like attention yeah um and yeah it is absolutely heartbreaking though like I finished it and I remember like fin- like it's a <laughs> it's like what I said last episode you obviously you know how it's gonna end you know that Ursula is Ursula, and yeah. you know that it's an Ursula retelling. So you know something bad's gonna happen. You know something to make bad's gonna that. happen, yeah. But then, like, I don't know, like you leading up to it, you're yeah. like, I, it, it can't, it can't. You're still I, rooting for it, not yeah. To be. Still, uh-huh. So, and I haven't even read the synopsis of the second book because I'm like, I, I think in a way that's potentially why I haven't read it because it does end beautifully. Like it ends, like it's so sad, but it ends, like it ties it off very nicely. So and then I'm like, how. Is it going to ruin it for you? How is there a second you? one? Yeah. yeah. I think the second one's called Sea Rising. I'm just going to double check. Mm. Um, Maybe it's more sea about... Sea Witch Rising, sorry. So it's going to be like, the, probably the second one's more about like, the little how mermaid. she becomes, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the Little Mermaid. It's a retelling. Oh, that might oh, be. Oh, right, okay. Oh, well, we'll add that to my list as well. Um, I'm adding them to my list. Yeah. <laughs> Did I give you Sea Witch actually? No, I don't think you did. Which three did I give you last week? Uh, the Mortal Engines. And One and two, yeah. Shatter Me. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll happily steal Sea Witch from you. You can if you want. <laughs> the, the Library of Rain. <laughs> so for me, um, another one that I read is, it was a Kindle Unlimited one. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading it, I enjoyed it. it yeah. And it's called The Hunt. And it's the Twisted Kingdoms by Frost Care. So it's very much a Kindle Unlimited. It's like a urban not a, it's not urban fantasy. It is a fantasy series. But it's like shorter books. You know, like in the Kindle Unlimited ones we were talking about last time where you get yeah. more books in a series, but yeah. the books are shorter, mm-hmm. so you get through them quickly. So it's kinda like that. And the first book is a Snow White retelling. But if someone hadn't told me that it was a Snow White retelling, I wouldn't have thought it. Oh, really? So when you look back at it... Yeah, like in hindsight. In hindsight, like you can see like the nods to it. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And then as the... I remember the first book I liked, but I didn't love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still continued the series. And the third book, I loved it. Yeah. It was so good. And there was little nods to other characters that were going to be coming into this world, like in the king, like the Twisted Kingdom. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she was doing spin-offs. I haven't read them yet, but oh, she was doing right, spin-offs. Okay. And there was nods to like Robin Hood, Mulan. Yeah. Like 
all of those characters. Oh, amazing. And I loved seeing those notes because after I found out it was based on retellings, mm-hmm. I could pick them out and I was like, okay, I yeah. can see what she's doing here. Oh, yeah. But the first time I read the book, I didn't know it was a Snow White retelling and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's like gender revert. Like, I feel like it's Snow White is like the male character, that oh. type. Oh, okay. That does sound good. Do you know when they do like a gender reversal of the story? Yeah. No, that does sound good. Um, Sorry, when you said Mulan, that just reminded us of another retelling. Oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what it's called. I don't think I've read any Mulan retellings. Well, because you said like two things that just reminded us. It's a gender, re- like, no, it's not even a gender reversal. It's a, um, a sapphic retelling of Mulan. All right. Um, that just reminds called? me of like, have you ever watched Once Upon a Time? Yes, I yeah. love Once Upon a Time. I love that TV series. And it's like the Mulan in that, there's like a a girl crush on Sleep Beauty. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> well, no, because it's not really a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to, because I did review it um, on my blog. So I'm going back onto the blog, guys. Um, I'll know it the moment I see it. It was, it's, it's again, it's a YA. So it is called... The Hand, the Eye, and the Heart by Zoe Marriott. I've never heard of this. It looks like that. <laughs> I've never heard of this at all. Um, so it is retelling of Mulan. Um, the main character, Zilan. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, they were assigned female at birth. Um but it's kind of like um it's like a fantasy retelling mm-hmm. so they actually have a gift for illusions um so they know that they're destined to live out their life within the confines of the women's quarter but when a civil war sets the empire aflame zalan is determined to save their disabled father from the battlefield by taking his place surviving br- the brutal army training brutal army training as a boy z that's what they call themselves afterwards um is only the first challenge um, in the glittering court of the land of the dragons, love and betrayal are two sides of the same smile, and soon the fate of a nation rests on Z's shoulders, but to win, they must decide where their heart truly belongs. Oh. So, this, um, I got this from a book box club that I used to be subscribed to. Um, I did read a couple of reviews on Goodreads. Um, there was some controversy with the author, and it's mainly because the author was not of Asian descent um, and they were using Asian culture, I believe, or they were incorrectly using Asian culture in the book. I didn't realise this until after I read it. Yeah. Um, but the book was really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, it, it, like, apart from that controversy, I don't know what happened after that. I don't know if, like... yeah. But, so it's not the fact that she was writing Asian culture, it's the fact that she was doing it incorrectly and she didn't do enough research into... Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, I didn't know this at the time because I'm yeah. not I'm not very... The thing is, if you are going to write someone else's culture mm-hmm. and someone else's experiences, you need to know it. Yeah. Like, you need to do your research. 100%. Like, um, be respectful that way. Definitely. But in terms of the, the characters themselves, um, the main character obviously was assigned female at birth... It is more of a um, like a transgender story, yeah. but like also sapphic. I love that, that though. Like, yeah. yeah, 
so it, it is like a queer YA romance, Mulan retelling, but the romance is very minimal. Um, like you kind of it does don't... sound really good though. I feel like I'm probably gonna have to add it to a TBR. Yeah, it is like might not get to it ev- like at the moment, but I'll get yeah. to it eventually. <laughs> It'll be the long-standing TBR. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just literally re- that when you I've mentioned literally Mulan, never heard of that. Yeah, it's a thing of like those reviews. I get that, but I'd also like if it's not done maliciously as well. Like yeah, that that's what I I'm hope saying, they like... are for like took that on for future books. I think that's Learned what it was. It. Like, I didn't, um, I don't think I kept up with it because of that. Like, yeah. it kind of, because that's the thing, because I read it. And then what I used to do, because I never used to um, note take on my books when I was reading, like, a physical copy. So then I'd always forget, like, quotes and stuff for my reviews. So then I'd literally just go on Goodreads so and then, like, search the, the quotes. quotes. Yeah. yeah. So then when I went on Goodreads and searched the quotes, I'd seen, like, it, like, I think it was like three point something on good reason. I was like, eh, how is it that low? Um, and then like I was looking and like the top reviews were like, don't read this by like don't read anything by this author, blah blah blah, and all this kind of stuff. And then when I was like re- like looking into it, I was like, damn. So I learned afterwards, but yeah, that just reminded us of it. But that wasn't even my goal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I feel like things like that, um, when you say if it's like those type of reviews, maybe something else has gone on. Like yeah, that that's what I'm know. saying. Like because like I feel like I'd have to look into that before I picked up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if I didn't get it because I, obviously I got it from like a book subscription. Yeah, so I never don't know. Like uh-huh, like I'd never previously heard of it, so I got it from a book subscription, and then it like I think it just like sat there for a while, and I didn't read it until I went on holiday, um, because I took like a bunch of books on holiday that year. So then I read it, like saved like I think I wrote like a couple of notes for my review and then done the review when I actually got home um and then that's when like I checked Goodreads and I was like oh damn like yeah. <laughs> but the thing is we don't know about the Asian culture so we don't know what well, was that's wrong it. And, uh-huh. like, so like when I was reading it it was like like I wasn't like absorbing that information yeah. kind of like fact check checking that information um, I was more focused on the fact that it was like a Mulan retelling because yeah. Mulan's and like it's my a fantasy favorite. as well. So you probably just like well, don't have a clue like what's had, real and what's it not. It had magic in. Like I was <laughs> like, yes. Um, but yeah, like the like Mulan's like my favorite um, Disney film. My so. favorite, The Little Mermaid. What is it? Yeah. Well, you will definitely love Sea Witch then. 100%. Definitely need to read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can go then. Since yeah. Just actually, some of the others that I was um, want to talk about, I actually haven't read them, but they've been on my list for a while. Oh, okay. Like I've had them picked out. So one of them is To Kill a Kingdom, which is The Little Mermaid Retelling by Alexandra Christo. Had that on my list for ages. I tried to read it. Did you? I DNF'd it. <gasps> I'm still going to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I think you will like it. Yeah. I think I didn't like it. No, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you read it. Okay, I'll read it and then when we talk about it in a future podcast we can argue over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> or agree. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the other one is Legend Born by Tracy Dion, which is a King Arthur retelling. So I actually started this and I DNF'd it not because it was bad mm-hmm. because I was literally not in the mood for reading it it was last year I wasn't 
doing very well in reading. I was like, try like, you know, when you try and force yourself to read a yeah. book. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really annoyed because I was really excited to read it because yeah. it had such good reviews and I love like King Arthur and anything to do with that. Yeah. And what our friend Mia, like, she read it and she adored it and she was like, you need to read it, you need to read it. And I was like, okay, okay. And I was like, sorry, I can't read it. <laughs> I can't finish it. I got like a few chapters in and I did really enjoy it. Yeah. And I know that it is something I definitely want to go back to. Yeah. Well, you're in your fantasy era right now, yeah, so... I definitely want to get back to it, but mm-hmm. it's just the one that I literally just had to put down because I couldn't continue to read it. Yeah. But I'm really excited for it because there's now two books out, and I think it's a duology. I don't know if another one's coming out. Oh, okay. But, um... I think just, I have it on my TBR from me. Everyone's, like, loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm. When you read it there, like when you read that out there, I was like, um, I'm sure that's familiar. I don't know if it's because you told me that you didn't read it, like that you didn't finish it last year, or if it's on my TBR. Yeah, it might be on my probably TBR. on your TBR. Yeah, probably. Um, cool. I've got. See the rest of mine I've read. Um, <laughs> I've got. Well, I mentioned this in our first episode. Um, the Plated Prisoner. Plated Prisoner. The Plated Prisoner by Raven Kennedy. So the first one is Guild. Um, it is a retelling on King Midas. Midas? Midas, yeah. Midas, yeah. Um, don't know how to pronounce any of these names. <laughs> so uh, if you don't know about him, he had the touch that turned stuff to gold. Um, it's got a nice spin on it. So the main character, um, she is a gold-plated woman. And she is King Midas's most favourite possession that he turned to gold. The only woman he has turned to gold. And it's got a really nice twist. But yeah, highly recommend. I've spoken about this in the first She's episode, literally so. looking at me with judgy eyes yes, because she knows didn't, that I didn't, didn't finish, finish it. it. <laughs> so, mm, um, but yeah, that I'll, obviously that was just a brief one, but highly recommend that one. The next one's actually a, a history, a historical retelling. Um, it is Anastasia, but it's the Romanov family. Um, and it's actually called Romanov by Nadine Brandes. Oh, right. Okay. Um, that is actually a fantasy one as well. So it's like the family, the Romanov family, they're on the run because of the war. Yeah. Um, that was going on in Russia. (laughs) (laughs) And she has, Anastasia has, um, like this old magic in like a bag that she's trying to like keep um to try and escape yeah and it's oh it is it's amazing like i, can't... I actually want to read that then because i anastasia is one of my favorite kids yeah. films and i love the history i remember when i got older i loved looking into the history of it and yeah. stuff and it's well the best i've got this book if you actually want to borrow it because it's upstairs um Library this book, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the author um actually put like what she delved into from the history and what she made up kind of thing at the end of the book as well oh that's cool i like like, that it was like really good um and like she'd done like a heavy bit of like um research in like in relation to it she so she put a there's a slight romance in it but it's mainly about the family and what the family go through yeah and it's it was absolutely phenomenal i got that in the book box subscription as well but it was absolutely phenomenal it sounds really good yeah and that was yeah amazing but that was an Anastasia one yeah yeah another one I actually want to read is the bone spindle bone spindle yeah I think it's like a sleeping beauty retelling 
I'm not sure if the bone spindle's the first one, actually, or the second one. I'm actually going to have to have a look at that. The first one. Leslie Vedder. Okay. Yes. Oh, I like the cover. Oh, is it sapphic? No. Oh. I don't think it is. Just from the cover? So, yeah, the I do want to read the bone spindle, which is a Sleeping Beauty retelling, but it's down as... Sleeping Beauty meets Indiana Jones, which Indiana Jones is one of my all-time oh favourite TV like, movies. So yeah. It's just, oh, love it. Yeah. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Mwah, love it. <laughs> Perfection. Um, two Treasure Hunters, bookish historian Fee and axe-wielding warrior Shane get more than they bargain for when Fee pricks her finger on a bone spindle and learns she is destined to break a sleeping curse placed on a prince. Amazing. I'm just like, oh, I just sounds so good. And I haven't read a Sleeping Beauty retelling. No, I was going to say, I don't think I have either. No. I'm trying to. No. I mean, I loved Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. I'm just trying. Are you sure this isn't Sapphic? I don't think so. Because if Sheen is the one that's on the cover, Sheen is a woman. Like, Sheen has plaits. And eyelashes. <laughs> oh, right, okay, yeah. So it's a fantasy with male-female and female-female romance. Lovely. Oh, that just makes it so much better as well. I know, that's just added to it. Yeah. More yeah, because I was looking at it and I was like, if that's Shane, then Shane is a woman. <laughs> um, yeah, amazing. I never even looked at the romance aspect of it, actually. I was just more the story aspect of it. See. You know me. I have to ask, <laughs> do they bump pains? On this occasion, do they bump? Let's move swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not see what you come up with for yeah. that. <laughs> um, I only have one left. Okay. Um, it is Flock by Kate Stewart. Oh my God, this series. Which is the Raven Hood series. It is a Robin Hood retelling. Very loosely based Robin Hood yeah. retelling. Um, but that's all I'm going to say on the matter. So... <laughs> But that series, need to read it. It will break your heart. What's it called, Sean? Oh, let's not talk about Sean. There's a character in it called Sean, <laughs> and Ray has hated this character from the get-go. No, not from the get-go. From about halfway in. <laughs> okay, from halfway in. But, like, your hate for that character was Horrible. very vocal. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have never felt so much... <laughs> anger and yeah so much hatred towards a fictional man in my entire life like <laughs> so bad like when, when was it was it 20 was it 2020 or 2021 that i read it 2020 i think yeah yeah because then i read the final because there's three books we waited to read when the final one came out we mm. read it together yeah so we could cry together with our wine because you need wine for this yeah. series, guys. Oh my god, like that. And tissues, because you, literally you will be bawling your eyes out. I was not emotionally prepared when I went into that. Yeah, actually that reminds us, I, I brought this up in the last episode. Yeah. When I was talking about that reel that said how to trigger an entire community of yeah. readers. As we love rainy days, don't we? Oh, oh don't. no. Nah. Oh. Nope. I'm still not over, like, emotionally over that series. Same. I can't, I love rereading, I can't reread that. 
Oh, I would never reread that. I don't think I ever can because of like how it's all it's, it's in it's yeah. in my head and that's all I need. <laughs> and how emotionally invested in that story yeah. we were. Like I don't think I can put myself back in that place. Definitely not. I was I'm probably not convincing many people to read it here by telling everyone how distraught and emotionally damaged I am, but you need to read it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't one of the books that I rang in sick for the day after, but I was, I was nearly <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> I was definitely nearly there. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that was my final retail. But again, it's like, it's kind of Robin Hood. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely got Robin Hood nods, like... It's got a theme to it of Robin Hood. Yes. It's more a backstory. Like the yeah. Robin Hood is the backstory. Like yeah. it's the secondary story that you learn more about in the later books. Like, just think, like I've got chills. I've got chills just yeah. thinking about it. But then I haven't read another book by that author. No, I haven't actually. It's just one of those where like it was like a one and done. Yeah. Because she's, she's published quite a few. I think she has, yeah. Like it's just like one of those ones where join you like a series so much that then you like read the. I think I've read the blurbs of like another book series of hers. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I can't. It can't live up to what I've just read. I think yeah. I think that's so, how I'm feeling. <laughs> and then I was just like, and if it is gonna live up to how what I've just read, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh. No, no, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, if you read it. Let us know. Yeah, and then tell us how much you don't like Sean. It's, it's definitely Sean, isn't it? <laughs> it's that, definitely yeah. Sean. You've you've said your hatred for him enough to me to, for me to remember that name. Like, oh, like I'm seeing red. I'm seeing red right now just <laughs> thinking about it. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> I'm just so mad at a fictional character. And oh. what a way to end this podcast. I know. Like, that was such a good ending. Just me trigger just, it. I'm just completely <laughs> triggered now. Like, I'm still going to remember this while, while I'm, I'm going to forget about it. And then when I'm editing the episode, I'm going to be like, oh, Sean, I hate him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you brought up the series. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I wanted to bring this up. I haven't actually told you, Zoe, that I, that I was planning this, but I oh. hope you agree. Next episode, I want to do an author spotlight. I'm not going to tell you who the author is, audience, but... I would like to do right. an author spotlight. I'm happy with that. To celebrate us meeting once a week for a full month. <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen each other so much. I know. Um, but yeah, so that I think that would be nice. Yes, let's yeah. do an author spotlight. Amazing. Cool. Well, yeah, this is going to be uploaded on Sunday. So if you're listening on Sunday, have a lovely end of your weekend. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. See you next week. Bye.